Okay, it is May 26th, and welcome to the NBA show! We have a great show for you today. <laughs> We've got a world-class NBA admissions consultant with us. The world-class <laughs> NBA admissions consultant, the Stacey Blackman, is here on our show today. Stacy is an undergraduate of Wharton Business School and a graduate of Kellogg Business School, um, and she is joining us. And you can check her out, as always, at StacyBlackman.com. Uh, Stacy, do, do we have you up on the satellite feed? Can you hear us? I can hear you. I'm ah, so excited. Right. Welcome to the show. So, Stacy, you work with tons and tons of folks um, on getting them into business school. Which business school is the hardest to get into? I think Stanford is the hardest to get into. It is, numbers-wise, it's the hardest. The, the lowest number of people get in there. It's a very small class, and I think they have a really um, challenging admissions process. And Does what, that have anything to do with weather? <laughs> it definitely could. It's, it's a very desirable place is. to go. My, my husband actually went there and he said the number one reason that he wanted to go there was someone described it to him as lots of hot tubs and great weather and <laughs> not much about business. So. Oh yes, the classic MBA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so who's getting in this year? Who's getting into school? I think really despite a lot of buzz and a lot of um, sort of rumors, I think the same people are getting into business school this year that have been getting in for many, many years. And you know, business schools are looking for really all-star people who are going to graduate from business school and go out and uh, make an impact on the world, make the world a better place. They're going to do great and big things. and um, that's the same this year, it was the same 10 years ago. Now, what those great big things are may have changed around a little bit. Um, like, you like know, when I example? first started, a lot of people weren't talking about sustainability, now they mm. are, but um, <laughs> they're, they're, they have big ideas and they have a track record of pulling off big accomplishments and those are the people who get in. And, and because we traffic in low quality rumors and innuendo here at the <laughs> NBA show, uh, what are some of those rumors that you would that you would either are true or you would put to rest? Well, you know, there's always different rumors. So, you know, many years ago it was um, you need to have as much work experience as possible. So if you have five years, right. you got to get two more, then you'll have a better chance of getting in. Then it's become, oh, you want to have less work experience. You want to be younger. I think at the end of the day, old people can get in and young people can get in and, and they always that's always been the truth. This year there was a lot of talk about um, finance professionals, especially from certain firms, not getting in. Um, not getting in? Finance professionals? Come on. <laughs> I thought we were the gold standard of admissions. The entrepreneurial bubble is back. <laughs> and I was that too. I was, I was in finance. But um, yes, I think that there were some disappointments. Um, from certain firms who sort of, you know, had the ticket into, say, Harvard in the past. This year there were some disappointments. And yet still, I think that was just the school maybe dialing back into who, who do they want? Not what job do they have or what GMAT score do they have, but, you know, what type of human beings do they want in the school? So we spoke to you earlier and you mentioned some numbers that I found shocking about the percentage of people using admissions consultants these days at, say, the top seven schools. How many people would you say, roughly out of 100, are using one? I said about 50%, um, maybe even more than that. It's, it still surprises you know, me. And, and is that a big change over, like, is that, is that, has that changed over the last 10 years? 
I think definitely. When I when I first started, people would find me, kind of stumble upon me and say, wow, I didn't know anyone could provide this service for me. I'm so happy to get some help. Now people know that this is a resource that's available and just like prepping for the GMAT or doing so many important things in our lives, they're taking advantage of it. And I, I personally think that's very smart. So um, yeah, I think it's grown a lot and people are getting help. And uh, so, you, so you mentioned Stanford was, you know, sort of the most selective business school, the hardest to get into. What's sort of the most underrated business school? Maybe that it's, you know, you feel like it's selectivity doesn't match the quality and the, and the great experiences that, that you see people having there. Yeah, well, I think Michigan is a school that has a phenomenal program and um, I've seen so many people have a great experience there and get out and do everything. I mean, get jobs at the most elite finance firms, consulting, yeah. entrepreneurial ventures. And yet, you know, at least within my client pool and a lot of the people that I talk to, it's not a school that as many people are excited about. So that would be my pick for most underrated. All right. Excellent. Overrated, Stanford, underrated, Michigan. Uh, I didn't say overrated. <laughs> <laughs> well, nice weather, Stanford. I think we can agree not so nice weather, Yeah, Michigan. exactly. See the correlation. All right. Let's take a look at one of our segments that we call Jargon. Uh, and Stacey Wyasis, you had one of my favorite pieces of jargon I've ever heard. Uh, how did you first encounter the term boiling the ocean? Okay, so I was in my second year of business school. I was starting a company with two partners, not an admissions consulting company, an, an online company. And we were meeting with a VC and he just kind of looked at us and said, girls, you're boiling the ocean here. And none of us knew what he meant, but basically- And that was a compliment, I assume. Yeah, what, what, uh, what does that mean? Is that good, <laughs> it, it, is it that bad? It basically means you're trying to create salt by boiling the ocean. In other words, you are overcomplicating this. Um, ah. so, so, you know, to me that's great advice because I think in business so often we overcomplicate things with strategies and 5,000 page business plans and all the financial models. And really a, a good strategy I think is a really simple one that you just execute on phenomenally well. So boiling the ocean is sort of something to keep in mind in business school and post business school as a not to do. Excellent. Uh, and you know, Stacey, we always have as every week our business school tip of the week. What, what one piece of advice would you give business school students to, to get the most out of, uh, out of their MBA education? Behave yourself. Um. <laughs> but but, sta but no, Stacey, I, I, ca I came here to drink, to party. I behaved myself for three years out in the workforce. Why should I? Well, you know, it's time to cut loose. Yeah, well, me too, you know, um, I learned the lesson. So I just think that you go to business school and you want to have fun and you want to um, be informal and party and um, get to know a lot of people. But the network is so valuable that maybe in the back of your mind, just remember that, you know, the network more than the GPA and the job and what you're going to learn in X class, that is the thing that you'll carry with you forever. So just right. remember that and uh, have fun, but maybe be careful about crossing the line. We still have the hot tubs and the drinking though, right? Absolutely. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> yes. Let's stay just as crazy as, as, we, always, as we always have. <laughs> well, as always, we, we wrap up the show by asking folks, so uh, what's on their radar? And, and Tom, for you, what is, what is on your radar for this weekend? I am still sailing. <laughs> 
<laughs> Nero, what's on your radar? Uh, I am uh, I am headed down uh, to Myrtle Beach, actually. So speaking of behaving yourself and the NBA being a different experience than college. Myrtle Beach is like the mecca of behaving yourself. I am. Um, I actually have been there once before, and I wandered into a store that sold knives and stripping gear. Oh, my. It was like... It was one okay. store, and one half of the store was weaponry, and the other half of the store was stripper gear. I, I don't know. Oh, Stacy, what about you? What's on your radar for this weekend? Oh, you know, some kid activities, um, Always birthday fun. parties, <laughs> basketball games, and then actually um, a, a birthday party, a grown-up birthday party. Oh, very nice. Well, Stacey, it's been an honor to have you on the show. Uh, folks, you can check her out at StaceyBlackman.com. Um, her blog is an unbelievably good resource for those considering business school and already in business school. And uh, we use the Stacey Blackman blog for many of the stories that you see on the show. Yeah. If you, if you wonder how we come up with material week after week, Stacey, we, we have you to thank. Thank you. Well, I'm the real it's Tom so Rose. It's so fun to meet you guys. It is fun to meet you. I'm Miro Kaz. I'm the real Tom Rose. And uh, our guest? Stacey Blackman. Thank you so much, and you've been watching The, the NBA, NBA Show. Show.